0: Business Takeaway, a video cast series where we interview professionals in the advertising, marketing, and public relations industry. I'm your host, Brianna Fansa. And here with me today is Yesenia Renoso, founder and principal of Why Communicate.
1: Thank you for joining us today. Hello, Brianna. It's a pleasure to be on your program. Thank you so much uh, for inviting me. I'm so excited.
0: <laughs>
1: so to start,
0: what got you interested in this field?
1: Well, Brianna, in all honesty, communications was not my number one choice. Uh, Ideally, I wanted to go into international business because I felt that I had an analytical mindset. And on top of all that, I was, um, I still am a major lover of travel. Uh, But it wasn't until uh, the second year, uh, while I was at Pace University, uh, the end of my sophomore year, I uh, discovered that in order to obtain the degree, I had to get two required courses of accounting. And I was absolutely dreadful in Mathematics. So that dream immediately died. (laughs) So um, I ended up uh, going to a field where I knew that I had a decent set of writing and speaking skills. And I absolutely loved storytelling uh, ever since I was a child. And so I wanted to bring that mentality over to a career. And so that's where communications uh, came into play and I decided to uh, pursue uh, in that arena. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I completely understand the whole mathematics bit. I think yeah. a lot of us experience that in college, where we go to pursue one thing and then change up directions. I mean, I could echo those sentiments right there. So, could you talk a little about um, your job experiences post college and before you founded Why Communicate?
1: Sure. So, uh, I have a variety of a multi uh, versatile career. Uh, I've been blessed to work uh, in corporate communications, mainly in house for over 10 years. I've worked in both the for profit and nonprofit sector. So I've been blessed to work in a variety of industries such as cinema advertising, health and wellness, business development, events, sales, uh, and so forth. Um, and I've uh, learned throughout the course of my corporate communications career, you know, just how Not only fascinating it is to be involved in the strategic input, but also the amplification and execution of a variety of initiatives within the corporate communications umbrella. I think it's really safe to say that you know, regardless of whatever industry you go into, corporate communications is a necessity for every business. You cannot do uh, you cannot do storytelling if you don't have PR. Uh, And so I knew that you know, coming in, I wanted to, again, bring in that storytelling element and figure out some of the ways that I wanted to help clients uh, and organizations bring that storytelling element to life. And so all of those past experiences that I had from Times Square Alliance, National Center Media, Global Kids, so forth, paved the way over to Why Communicate, which is uh, a small communications entity that I founded during the pandemic. Uh, in June 2021, uh, which assists clients in establishing and maximizing uh, their brand reputation, voice, and identity through in-house corporate comms.
0: (laughs) So could you expand a little bit more about your business idea for Why Communicate? Sure. So
1: Why Communicate uh, is is pretty, uh, you know, a a fascinating little entity. Uh, Basically, we are a PR department. We have a heartbeat of a PR department, we have a mindset of a PR department, and we are a PR department. We're not an agency. And I think that is one of the very unique facets that sets us apart. Uh, we really want to help clients uh, and organizations build and solidify PR departments, obviously, throughout the, you know, throughout the evolution of our industry but recently during the COVID-19 pandemic, many businesses had to risk it uh, due to uh, to operational or financial purposes, uh, motives for them to hire uh, either an outside PR agency or an independent practitioner. And so uh, in order for them to get the communications across, they have to do it in-house. And so that's where why Communicate comes to play. We wanna be the academy for in-house corporate communications. We wanna give the tools and the resources for clients and for organizations to not only build their PR departments from within utilizing corporate comms, but also give them the the encouragement, the motivation uh, and the the voice needed for them to tell their story in a way that's highly authentic and credible. Obviously, as you can see, Throughout our industry right now, and we have to be blunt about this. You know, um, uh, the public perception uh, among the general public regarding the mainstream media and public relations in general is is very much on the negative. It's pretty much on the negative side. Many people just plain out don't trust the media or PR departments, and so that is also another element of why communicate. We are basically going to reinvent, emphasize uh, and and revolutionize the way we think and talk communications we're going to bring back the core element as to why we communicate in the first place
0: that's awesome i love that emphasis so how do you market your business
1: well right now i am uh, basically like a, a a solopreneur like in the rookie stages and so i'm still trying to figure that out right now as i navigate through this brand new arena called entrepreneurship. Uh, But if there's one thing that I've learned throughout, you know, my previous experience working in corporate is the fact that you need to have a clear cut understanding as to who your audience is, where do they live? How do they consume their media? How often do they consume their media? And more importantly, why does it resonate? And I think that is the key word why. And so today through a variety of mediums, whether it's through social media, earned media, paid media. We, it's um, companies now are going to have to figure out ways as to how to get that messaging across. And so, for me personally, when I try to market my business, I go wherever my audience goes. If my audience lives, let's say, on Instagram or TikTok, that is where I'm going to promote uh, and do many different types of content, whether it's images, videos, or different a variety of multimedia. That's where I'm going to that's where I'm going to go. If my audience, say, uh, uh, follows a popular, let's say, a popular blog uh, on travel, I'm going to go to where, you know, I'm going to, through media relations, going to establish a relationship with the journalist uh, and or blogger and be able to develop stories that directly align us to what the audience typically reads. And so I'm going to go there. If my audience it, it is still very much well established in the earned media, by mean, watching TV, uh, digital, uh, and so forth, then I'm going to reach out to earned media outlets such as uh, print, national, international, you name it. So, the, you know, those are a variety of ways as to you know, you know, as to how I you know market uh, my you know my business, and I hope to continue doing that. But I think you know just having a brand presence uh, and being able to uh, able to piece together what exactly is your story and why you want to tell it and then just establishing that credibility is is so important when you market your own business. For
0: sure. So can you describe a business related crisis that you've had and how you've dealt with it? I've had
1: my you know I've been blessed to say that I've uh, that I have not dealt with a uh, business related crisis. However, throughout, um, uh, throughout the course of my career, I've, uh, I've encountered situations where I'm working on a particular project or initiative and there are a couple of members on the team, whether it's directly or indirectly, who may not have the same viewpoint as I do. And so for me, it is very important that I listen to their ideas on what do they have to say, accept any kind of constructive feedback and use that as uh, you know as part of the ingredients to help make the project and or initiative better and eventually incorporate them. Because when you're working with multiple personalities, you're gonna you're going in kind of situations where you're just not going to align with that individual. But if you find one or two common areas that both sides can agree upon, then you come up with a compromise. And so I always make an emphasis on compromising with people who I, who I may have a, a different opinion uh, towards. Uh, and so to, you know, to ensure that uh, any kind of crisis uh, is avoided, I wanna make sure that all parties are involved, everybody gets their voices heard. And then if a crisis ever appeals, already have a backup plan in place Making sure that everybody knows their roles, where do they fit best, and how ha- and and how and why do they need to excel in these areas and be a and always be a step ahead because uh, when you because when you fall behind you're in major trouble so always be a you know always be a step ahead uh, and and making sure that everybody whether it's internally or ex- or externally is looped in they under you know they remain up to date as to what is happening so that way uh rep- your reputation both on internal and external circles uh, does not get broken.
0: For sure. So leaning toward um, your beginning experiences, what would you say are the biggest mistakes that first time business owners make and how can they avoid them?
1: I, I think one of the biggest mistakes that I have learned right off the bat is not knowing your worth. I think you know many people in today's market you know, try to, you know, try to figure out as to how much they're, you know, how much they're exactly worth. And sometimes either put it either too low or too high. Uh, And so um, when I'm starting out, when I'm starting out, and I'm still learning through this today, I have a tendency of, you know, pricing thing, you know, of doing things a little bit on the low side. And I need to realize that uh, i I know my worth, I know my value, I know what I can bring to the table. and so I think it's you know it's really important to find an an area in the middle where you are able to ba- to basically put whatever services or products that you have out there, put it you know on you know on that you know on the average line, but also be firm in you know in what you sell because your experience, your expertise uh, and your passion, is what's going to help you get new business. And so that is one mistake uh you know that you know that I, you know that I have learned. I think another one is doing things uh putting like putting too much on a plate. I think uh for businesses you have to basically select one or two key arenas for you to focus on instead of focusing on everything on a plate because if you juggle if you juggle all, you know, a whole lot of uh, projects uh, and if it doesn't, you know, and if it doesn't work out or you get burned out, uh, that, then your entire ecosystem collapses. So, um, so that's also another thing that I've learned is just to focus on little by little and eventually get to where the bigger goal is. Yeah,
0: I totally understand how those could be major uh, difficulties starting out. What other advice can you give to starting entrepreneurs?
1: I think uh, you know other advice that I could give to uh, you know starting a- entrepreneurs is to uh, is if you have a dream, pursue it. There's going to be people out there who are not going to be in alignment with what you bring to the table. There's going to be people who are going to be tearing you down. doesn't matter. In the end is if you feel in your heart, That this is a multi-million dollar idea, multi-billion dollar, whatever it is you can think of. And this is something that, you know, is going to change lives, is going to help people because that's what business is all about. Whatever you put out there is to help people solve their problems. And that's how I look at it when I built, when I'm building Why Communicate is I'm not building this for me. I'm building this for everybody. This is for you. Uh, and so I want you to be able to utilize why communicate for your needs. If it were not for that, I'll probably be continuing, uh, you know, doing, you know, doing my respective ventures in corporate America. Uh, so, uh, so be real, be true to yourself, pursue your, pursue your dreams, uh, listen and be ready to learn and receive constructive feedback. Because uh, constructive feedback and learning from your failures are going to be major keys in in the pursuit of your ultimate success. Great advice. Could you give an example
0: of a successful PR campaign or client work that you've done and why you think it was
1: successful, or if there's anything that you maybe would have changed? I think out of all of the PR campaigns that I've done in the past, the one that Truthfully stands out to me uh, was a campaign that I did for an educational nonprofit, uh, Global Kids. I was the communications manager at the time. And so the organization, along with Link NYC, Berlin, Rosen, the New York City uh, Inf- Department of Informational Telecommunications and Technology, uh, all parties uh, worked together on a very special campaign for Women's History Month. And so we had about 20. 20 students from across four school sites uh, to develop beautiful digital art illustrations highlighting five women of color in the STEM fields. And so we wanted to, bring, as well as these students, wanted to bring awareness as to who these women are, their contributions, achievements, and why it is important for girls to be not only introduced into the world of STEM, but also uh, for them to have a, a career path to, to to that industry and so as communications manager my job was basically from a media perspective getting the story of clock getting the story across highlighting our students and also raising awareness on the stem arena and so thanks with a comprehensive uh, media relations strategy where we ended up generating uh Tremendous amount of press among the local and regional levels, including two exclusives on New York, one, one in English, one in Spanish, a fun uh, social media campaign, uh, and a robust uh, e blast um, announcement. Uh, the campaign ended up being one of the best uh, in, you know, in the in the nonprofit's history. Uh, we ended up generating a thirty percent increase in terms of donations, uh, increases for uh, the program that the students ended up uh, where they designed uh, the art illustrations, and we also generated awareness for the nonprofit itself and cemented it as a thought leader. And so I always like to do uh, PR campaigns that really uh, you know, drive key, aware- key awareness on important societal issues. And I think that's, where, that's one of the many great things about, co- about communications is through that kind of storytelling, you are able to make an impact, uh, and, it ch- you know, and, and, and it changes lives uh, for the better.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a significant story and a significant project. Uh, how do you measure the results of a PR campaign, though?
1: So um, for a a PR campaign of that magnitude, uh, that's where a variety of communications databases come into play. So if we're going to be tracking any kind of media relations slash press hits, scission, mud water, muck rack, even the traditional route through Google alerts uh, and tabulating all the different types of press hits. Uh, that you uh, that you obtained could be a variety of features mentions, griefs uh, and so forth from a, from a social media standpoint uh, to measure reach, engagement uh, and any other KPIs or key performance indicators um, you obviously you could look through the social media pages e- you know each of the platforms has their own um, analytic page where you can measure, all of those results to see as to how each content performed, what which one has the highest engagement, which one gener, you know generated community engagement and so forth uh, and also through uh, databases such as Hootsuite later um, and um, and Zoho social for this particular campaign uh, it was that we ended up doing a combination of traditional uh, media, da- media database monitoring, uh, Hootsuite uh, and Mailchimp, which was the platform used to analyze the email blast. So every organization has their preferences as to what kind of databases uh, or system operations that they use to measure results. But I think ultimately what it comes down to is to whether or not does the does the campaign generated a a very substantive return of investment that is what organizations are looking for for sure how do you keep up with the latest industry trends well uh, as a communicator and storyteller uh following many different types of uh, communications outlets are pretty much part of my everyday job so whether it's uh every i always check the every morning i always check my social media Uh, whether it's uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn uh, for all of the latest development uh, trends that are happening in the communications, marketing slash advertising. And of course, outside of those arenas as well, general news, what's happening and how does it correlate back to my uh, industry? Uh, I also watch news, TV, TV, Uh, any kind of broadcast, read newspapers, magazines, uh, and also follow uh, a wide, uh, and I also follow a wide variety of podcasts uh, that, um, you know, that I listen to, uh, and also other different types of media outlets from both the mainstream and independent um, uh, spectrums, so that way I could, I could stay uh, with a multifaceted approach. Um, as to what is happening um, industry wise.
0: What is the most important social marketing metric a business should monitor
1: regularly and how should they go about monitoring? To me, it's engagement. That is the number one uh, key metric that I think every business should have a heartbeat in analyzing. Why? Because with engagement, the more people who come into contact with your content, and more importantly, interact with it, then that is where you're going to see as to whether or not the content that you're bringing to your audiences on a daily basis resonates. And so you're looking for for followers to like, share, comment, uh, subscribe, uh, or even spread the word through word of mouth. Because with social media, you get to you get to be updated, you update, you get updated on your smartphone or your, or whatever electronic portable device within seconds. And so the, the more two individuals interact with that particular content, the more it's it's going to spread. And so those types of algorithms that companies look for is those engagement numbers. What are, you know, how many, how many times did people engage with this particular post? What is the engagement rate? How often do, you know, how how often do they interact with it? Why do they interact with it? What is the community saying regarding this particular post? Based out of those analytics, companies are gonna find out as to which kind of content resonates with audiences and and continues putting it out. Or you could revise your digital communication strategy uh, and say, this particular piece of content does not work. We need to go back to the drawing board and do something else uh, that, you know, that is going to bring attention, uh, you know, to our, you know, to our platforms. Is ultimately listening to what the audience has to say through social monitoring and listening, as well as studying the analytics to determine the best course uh, for pushing out uh, a variety of content.
0: Certainly, engagement is such a huge factor in a lot of communication facets. Um, so to kind of close out here, lastly, is there anything else that you'd like to add on about your career journey or any advice that you'd like to give to those pursuing a career in the field?
1: I think, uh, I'm going to go back to, uh, when I was, um, uh, you know, to one of my earlier, um, employers. I remember back in 2013, uh, after I had a, um, I had a, a pretty, uh, a pretty, uh, a pretty hard meeting uh with um with one of my direct supervisors and i ended up seeing my second uh, direct supervisor who at the time is was the uh was the vp of corporate communication she's no longer there but she gave me one of the biggest uh advices that i have forever taken with me uh throughout my career and that is perception is reality the way as to how people see how they see slash view and or hear about you is what people automatically are going to think about you. We always have uh, a mentality to judge people based on what we see and or hear in front of us without getting to know the the you know without getting to know someone or the product or the service better. But I think when it comes to communications, perception is reality because 98% of everything we see and hear is news. If you take out the s in the word news, you get the word new. And that's what communication is all about. Everything that is new, that is hot, is going to stay relevant uh, in, in the news cycle. And so when when you adapt the perception as reality, when people listen and or consume a diff, a, a different type of story or message, people are gonna are going to consume that message. And it's up to them to ultimately decide as to whether or not do they believe in it or they not. And so pers- and so perception is key for businesses today if they want to, uh, you know, establish their credibility and uh, make sure to earn the trust of the public. Uh, and, and so with everything that is going on now today, you, you can clearly see as to why when people, you know, when people perceive something uh, that is real or it is not, then you clearly understand that we as PR professionals have all the power. We have the power to shape shift perceptions and perspectives, and we can create any kind of messaging that is either going to resonate with messenger, uh, with uh, audiences in a good or a bad way. And so we need to understand that power uh, and be able to develop, again, storytelling and emphasize the why component to ensure that people are getting the facts correctly and more importantly, informing, because that's our job we have to inform and tell the story the way that is, that should be correctly perceived. That is absolutely correct.
0: I think there's a lot of that, that is really valuable. So thank Mm -hmm. you again for sharing that. I really appreciate it.
1: Not a problem. And again, uh, Brianna, you know, for somebody, you know, such as yourself, who is, you know, who is young, and as well as all of the, you know, all of the viewers who are watching here, especially those um, who are just about to Wrap up their to wrap up their college experience. I think it's really important for you to obviously know your voice, have a clear personal branding as to who you are. View yourselves as a brand or service because that's what you are now. You uh you know you have uh you have a multitude of of skill sets, uh tangible and intangible out uh, assets that either. That, that either companies are looking for, or if you are an entrepreneur and ready to launch on your own, feel, you know, feel free to do so. But I think it's really important, you know, for all individuals to make, you know, to make sure to, to stand out in this arena. You, we're not looking for standardization. We're looking for specialization. Be as unique as possible. Uh, make, your, make your own personal brand stand out and continue being that unique because uh, again, nobody likes to, you know, nobody likes things to stay the same. It's time for things to be bold, uh, different, and authentic. For sure. I appreciate that. Thank you
0: again. Not a problem. (laughs) And that concludes today's interview. So thank you, Yesenia, for sharing your story, your experiences as well. You provided a lot of great insight into the industry today.
1: Thank you so much, Brianna. It was a pleasure uh, being here with you this evening and as well as to the entire community. I hope that um, everybody uh, enjoys the interview. Uh, and again, um, if you're interested in getting, you know, in speaking with me, I am available on LinkedIn at yes, uh, Yesenia Reynoso uh, and also I'm available on Instagram uh, at, uh, at uh, y.communicate. Uh, uh, and I also have a podcast Call a uh, marketer pitch uh, with uh, which I co-host with my good friend Corey Davis. It's available on all major podcasting mediums, and we will uh, and we're soon going to roll out our intermission series called Freestyle. So uh, uh, keep tabs on that as well.
0: Perfect.
1: Well, once again, this was Yusenia
0: Reynoso on the Business Takeaway. Please don't forget to like, comment, and share this video, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date with our videos. And feel free to reach out with any questions you may have. Bye. Bye, everyone. Take care.